Eagles Entertainment. Hey fans, greetings from lockdown in my kitchen. It's Chef Tim Lopez, first cook and grill chef for the Philadelphia Eagles. And welcome to episode four of our preseason of Feeding the Birds podcast presented by Amorosos. Fans, these special times called for a special series and we're delivering it to you. Just like all of you, we're cooking from home. That includes our players and our coaches. Now we have some good cooks, and we have some not-so-good cooks, but they're all the best at what they do on the field, and that's what's important. Today I'm answering kitchen questions from our players, and I am excited to share how you can, with a few key ingredients and other pantry staples, make delicious meals for anyone in your family. So fans, let's get through this together while we're apart. Food security has been in the news a lot recently, with the coronavirus hitting some of the U.S.'s meat processing facilities. There have been facility closures and reports of supply disruptions. So what can you do if your grocery store is running low on chicken, pork, or beef? Well, today we're looking towards the water to fill that protein void. We have some questions that will help you rethink seafood while you maintain your protein intake, even if you're not a professional athlete. Our first question comes from J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. J.J. is one of the Eagles' wide receivers, and here's what he told Dave Spadaro about how he likes to refuel after a tough practice. I rely on a lot of protein stuff. Um, you know, like we get the protein shakes and... And I'll go in there. I, I like to eat a lot of seafood after I eat uh, after I practice because it has a lot of healthy carbs and or, um, a lot of healthy protein. Um, and then throughout the day, honestly, it just depends on how I feel. So JJ's quarantine cooking question is appropriately on brand. Hey, Chef Tim, it's JJ Ortega Whiteside. Um, I love Cajun cooking, especially shrimp and rice, but I haven't been able to find much rice in the stores. Do you have any recipe ideas to make some banging Cajun seasoned shrimp dish without rice? Thank you. It's a fantastic question, JJ. It's going to be tough to make shrimp and rice or chicken and rice without the rice. One of my favorite ways to prepare shrimp of all time is shrimp and grits. You want to get yourself some nice white or yellow grits, depending on what kind you like. Yellow is going to trend more towards like a cornmeal that is used for polenta, but you can still use that kind. Most people tend to stick towards the white grits. Now they have instant grits or regular grits. Instant's pretty basic. The directions are right on the package. They take about five minutes. If you go the other route, they take about 20 minutes, but they're well worth it. The grits come out nice and smooth and tender and rich. You can add a little butter to those. You can add a little olive oil if you want to cut down on the, on the heavy fat. You can put a little cheese in there if you're not afraid of too much fat. A little salt, a little pepper, and I always blast it with a little bit of hot sauce. Shrimp and grits, one of my favorite things to do. Another grain you can use, very popular, also protein-packed, and that's quinoa. Quinoa takes about 20 minutes to cook. You can do that in either a rice cooker or on top of the stove. You just have to keep stirring it so it doesn't stick while it's cooking. It's full of protein, and you can literally use that instead of rice to combine with your shrimp. If you're feeling like being a little bit of a kitchen scientist and mixing it up, you can actually add quinoa into those grits that take 20 minutes to cook. It's the same cook time for both grains, and it'll provide you with extra protein for your wonderful shrimp dish. 
So I've talked about what to substitute for rice, the grits or the quinoa. But now let's talk about the shrimp. This is our seafood episode, so let's get into that. You're talking about Cajun shrimp, means you need a good Cajun spice. There's plenty of them out there on the market. I would go for ones that have a medium heat if you're cooking for a crowd, because you never can tell when there's going to be that one person in your family or your group of friends that just can't handle the spiciness. I would marinate your uncooked shrimp in those spices with a little bit of olive oil and maybe marinate them for anywhere between 15 minutes to a half an hour in the refrigerator. And then there's many different ways you can cook the shrimp. A lot of people like to throw it on the grill. When I do do grilled shrimp, for a lot of people, I will tend to take soaked wooden skewers and skewer about five or six shrimp on a long wooden skewer. That way you don't run the risk of when everybody has that problem with shrimp, where it falls between the grates while you're cooking and you lose some delectable shrimp to your hot coals. So if you skewer your shrimp before you put them on the grill, they'll grill up nice. You'll be able to pull them off that skewer and enjoy them with your quinoa or your really rich grits. Another way you can do them is you can roast them in the oven if you don't want to put them on the skewers in the grill. Just take a nice flat sheet pan, spray it with some pan spray, take your shrimp that's been tossed with the seasoning and marinated, spread it out on an even layer on the pan, and you're going to bake those in a 350 degree oven for about, I want to say, 8 to 10 minutes. The most important thing to remember when you're using shrimp is if you get them frozen, you got to thaw them out first. You're putting seasoning on your shrimp when it's frozen, it's never going to adhere to the protein. As the shrimp thaws, the water's going to come out of the frozen shrimp and wash away all your seasoning. So always use thawed shrimp before you grill it or you roast it. And that's two ways you can do shrimp for that great seafood dish. Mm. Another fishy question comes from Rick Lovato a New Jersey native and long snapper for the Philadelphia Eagles. Rick knows a thing or two about food. He used to work at Joyce's Subs and Pizza, his family's shop in Lincroft, New Jersey. There's one thing in the kitchen, though, that has him stumped. Hey, Chef Tim. It's Rick Lovato. I bought a lot of salmon and grilled it all, but I've noticed salmon doesn't reheat very well. Do you have any quick tips to use my salmon in a delicious way? Thanks very much for your question, Rick. Hope you're doing well, sir. All right, in answer to your question... I get this a lot, actually, from friends and family, even people that listen to this show are asking me, I got all this leftover protein, what's the best way to utilize it, especially if it's something like salmon, because I don't want to reheat it, it tends to dry out. Two good ways you can use this up. Anytime you're doing yourself a really fresh, crisp salad, and you want to add some protein, we got to reach for that salmon. Perfectly cooked salmon, once it's been cooled down, yes, not a good thing to reheat it, it'll dry out, but you can flake it lightly with a fork and it is a perfect protein to have on top of your fresh salad. Another thing you can use already cooked seafood for, you can mix it into pasta sauces to give a little bit of extra protein with some red sauce or some white sauce. And speaking of sauces, we're going to transition over to soup. Anytime you're going to make a nice chowder with corn and potatoes, you can easily fold some of that pre-cooked salmon into that chowder, let it slowly reheat in that moist environment. That'll keep the fish moist while it reheats and provide a really good flavor and protein punch to that chowder. I hope that helps out, Rick. 
two great ways you can eat your cooked salmon. Well, fans, I don't know about you, but now I'm hungry. Hopefully, JJ and Rick's questions have inspired you to bypass the meat case for the seafood counter on your next shopping trip. I think you'll find seafood to be a versatile ingredient for even the pickiest of protein eaters. Enjoy. A big thanks to Amorosos for their support. Of course, elbow bumps to JJ, our Sega Whiteside, and Rick Lovato for their questions. Hey fans, if you have a question about recipes, kitchen tips and tricks, or cooking for the Eagles, leave us a review. We always appreciate a five-star review, and I always love cooking questions. Here's a review we got, and a question, from FootballMatt0784. And he writes, I've really enjoyed the Q&A episodes during quarantine. I'm trying to improve my cooking skills, so these have been great. In trying to be more creative, I decided to plant some herbs and challenge myself to use them as much as possible. I have basil, thyme, mint, and rosemary, and I'm finding that I have a surplus. Can I freeze herbs and still cook with them? I would love your thoughts, Chef Tim. Thanks for the review, Football Matt. Here's some tips for using up those extra herbs that you have. Freezing's all very well and good. I wouldn't just take your fresh herbs and throw them right into the freezer, though. In the case of your basil, what you can do is you can make a pesto. Now, there's tons of recipes out there for a pesto. A lot of people are going no nuts these days because of the plethora of nut allergies that are around. A quick and easy one is you take about, I want to say, a cup to a cup and a half of fresh basil, roughly chopped. You're going to add that into your food processor, and you're going to put in one or two garlic cloves, smashed with a knife, throw those in, and then you're going to turn your processor on and dump in some olive oil. You're going to dump it in slow. I'd say you want to dump enough in so as the processor runs, it helps emulsify with the basil, and you want to add a tiny little bit of salt in there that will help grind it down. Once it's been processed to the point where the leaves are kind of chopped up fine and the oil has emulsified, I'd say your pesto is right on point. You can then take that, and here's my trick, pour it into ice cube trays. You want to put that in the freezer, leave it in there overnight, come back the next day, you take it out. You can pop out those individual cubes of perfectly portioned pesto. You want to pop them into a Ziploc bag, put them back in your freezer, and anytime you need that fresh basil pesto taste, you take one of those cubes, you can pop it in a sauce, to zip up your marinara. You can pop it into a white sauce to get a little bit of herb and garlic into your Alfredo. You can utilize it in any recipe where you need pesto. Great way to utilize fresh basil that you have way too much of. You can do that with parsley too. You can do it with any leafy herb. Now let's move on to the rosemary and thyme. Those I don't recommend freezing. I would say you're going to need to take those, take a piece of kitchen twine or some string, tie it to the end of the bunch that you're using of the thyme or the rosemary and hang that in a dry spot for about two or three days. A lot of people say, well, hang it in a basement or hang it in a garage. I don't like kind of putting food in those particular environments. What you can do, a lot of people aren't using their oven, you can hang it inside your oven. Just tie it to one of the racks, hang it in there and let it dry out for a number of days. You don't have to turn the oven on, they'll start to dry out 
And then what you can do with those is once they're completely dried, you can either put them in a spice grinder and grind them up into powder and save them that way, or just flake the leaves off, put them in a Ziploc bag, and keep them in a nice dry spot like your pantry. When they're completely dry like that, from fresh, you're going to want to use them a little bit quicker than you normally would from like a freeze-dried time that's done in the store. But it'll be a lot more taste because it's coming from fresh. Thanks again for your review and your question, Football Matt. I really appreciate you. I hope that answer helps you out with all those extra herbs. Fans, you stay safe out there. Wash your hands, practice social distancing, and keep cooking. Go Birds! <laughs>